second it's five, everybody just leaves. Everybody's on their own or OFP, right? Own freaking program. Uh, <laughs> Highlighting your retirement journey and sharing your transition story. Welcome back, everybody, to Retire.Army. We are back again, myself and Victor, back again to talk about five reasons why I joined the military all over again. Just to remind everybody, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, uh, any place that you ingest or take in podcasts. And you can also find us on Wreaths Across America on Wednesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So check us out there. So welcome back, Victor. Welcome back to the show. And uh, it's good to be oh, back. Man, it's, it's so nice to do this with you all the time. I really, really... It's awesome, man. It's good talk. I can't thank you enough for being my, my co-host on this thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to talk about military and veteran stuff all the time, man. You know me. That's right. <laughs> all right, so let's jump into this thing. Five reasons why we would uh, join the military all over again. And again, there might be some bonus reasons in there, but uh, let's just start it off with the good-paying, reliable job. Uh, I know mm -hmm. we've probably both talked about our experience coming into the military, but... There's no other job out there that's going to pay you to do the things that you get to do in the military and yep. take care of you and give you housing and give you health insurance and all that stuff. And you can travel the world. So it's a great paying job. I mean, if it wasn't for the circumstances and just done with doing my military service, I would probably <clears throat> stay in for the next 50 years. What about yourself? Yeah, no, it, I, I fully agree. So, I mean, where else are you going to find somewhere that's going to take an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old with basically no experience, put them somewhere, give them milestones and how to achieve the next thing and, you know, watch them bloom? You know, where, where else are you going to find that? You know, there's, of course, there's companies, corporations and things like that that may have those kind of tracks to, uh, you know, to, to move up in the ranks. But um the military is great for that. And, you know, I, I would do it all over again just for that because I was going all over the place before I joined the military, had like mad, like different odd jobs and things. There, there was really no direction, really no direction with me until I joined the military. I'm like, okay, well, now I have an objective. I need to learn this to get to here and I need to do this. And then the promotions came, the, you know, the, the money came, things like that. So it def I would definitely do it all over again just to have that experience again, you know, and not only to follow the leader, but also to be the leader and watch my Marines grow as well. So, yeah, I completely agree, man. Completely agree. I'm going to throw a, another one in there about free school, free education. So I know there's a huge there's a. There's a bunch of people out there that join the military, myself included, join the military, think you're going to get in for, you know, three or four or five years, do some school, get your school paid for, take classes, mm -hmm. get your degree and then get out. Uh, it didn't really work out that way, but you get a lot of free school and not only free school, you get a lot of industry certifications that you can get access to oh, yeah. for free or near free that you just can't like some of those certifications are 300, 500,000. $5,000 just to get the certifications for some things, whether it's in mechanical engineering or if it's in HR and information mm -hmm. systems, if it's in cybersecurity, there's a bunch of industry certifications out there that you can look into for your specific field. You'd be surprised how many are actually certifiable now with different kinds of certs before it was mainly IT. And now there's a whole bunch of other realms of career paths that have these certifications like PMP for 
project mm -hmm. management and things of that nature, you can actually get access to those things and you can get credit for a lot of those things just by being uh, a military member as well. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I, I recall like, you know, aside from like the college benefits as well, which are, which are great. They're awesome. You get the tuition assistance. I think it's like $4,500 a year that you can use towards, you know, your bachelor's master's. I even know folks who have gotten their like doctorates through that, you know, utilizing that, that pot of money there. Um, of course, you're going to have to supplement a little bit because doctorates and even master's programs are a little bit more, but it is what it is. That's a huge chunk, right? Uh, but yeah, the, the certificates are awesome, man. Like I recently got, before I got out, I got my Lean Six Sigma green belt. Um, and that, I think on the civilian side, it was several hundreds of dollars to get that. You know, all I did was sign up for it through one of the squadrons that I was working with. And uh, yeah, they... They're like, hey, sir, uh, we have this class going, you know, next month. We see your name on it. You know, just come prepared with some note-taking gear and ready to learn. I'm like, hey, good to go. Free. I just sat there for a week. It was alongside other Marines and sailors who were learning the same thing. Um, so, yeah, definitely take advantage of that stuff because, man, it's free. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, man. It's free. It's it's free learning training. You put it on your, your resume when you get out or when you decide to get out. Man, it's it, it definitely works for you. Um, and not just that too, it's um, if it doesn't fall under your field, reach out to different departments and see if you can jump on their, on their training as well. When I was younger, I went through a, it was a, um, oh gosh, uh, basically they taught me the Adobe suite. Um, mm -hmm. It was through uh, public affairs, what, one of those, um, or combat cameras, what it was, they were going through showing, doing a uh, week long training on the Adobe suite and then they I just wanted to know how to use it for my own, my <laughs> own use. Uh, so I jumped on that. I passed it through my command. They're like, yeah, we're, you know, have some downtime, go take a few hours to go learn this stuff. Cool. You know, so I jumped on that, uh, gained some knowledge. So definitely reach out to, you know, exterior commands and uh, see if you can jump on some of their training that they're giving. Cause a lot of times they need some seats to fill or else they can't actually run that class. Yeah, that's right. It's usually uh, five to 10 people what they need for minimums mm -hmm. for those things. And that's also a great yeah. way if you're in a job, say you're a mechanic or if you're a, a petroleum specialist or whatever, you just don't like the mm -hmm. job anymore. You've done it for a couple of years and you're like, Ugh, sure. this isn't really me. This gives you a stepping stone, kind of a launch pad to jump into a whole other career field before you get out of the military. You can set yourself up. So if you want to go into graphic design like you can go take courses or take some certifications along that path that will then help you get to where you want to be for your next career move or if you want to switch your military occupation specialty or if you're getting out you want to go into another career field like setting yourself up beforehand it's oh, really yeah. really it's really key in it and again it's most of the time it's free a lot of those courses like that adobe course you mentioned um, mm -hmm. that there's, there's commands out there and there's organizations out there that set these courses up for these kind of things. You just got to put your, your ears out there and get out and knock on some doors and make friends and absolutely at the chow hall. And yeah, and anywhere really, I mean, you networking is a huge part of that. So, uh, no. that's probably another thing I would do all over again. If, if, if I could join the, uh, the military all over again is start building my networks early on. Um, you know, cause you know, you don't know what people know or who they know, right? 
and it's not using them. It's kind of expanding your network, right? If I know this dude and he knows about this, maybe he can pass the word to me and I can jump on that as well and then make myself better as well as make my command better or make the entire, you know, force better. Um, so yeah, definitely expand your networks early on. You know, I, I, I just throw that little piece in there. Yep. The next one is uh, gaining job experience. And I think a lot of these just kind of <laughs> dovetail and kind of lead into that, but gaining job experience is something you can get it on the outside, but if you try to jump from say high school or college directly into a, an entry level position in whatever kind of field you're doing, it's, it's tough. It's a tough world out there trying to get into those things. If you come with five years mm -hmm. of experience doing, you know, aircraft mechanics, or if you come with five years experience of IT experience from the help desk perspective or something like that, yeah. that puts you way ahead of your peers. Um, so the four or five years that they went through college, maybe you've got four or five years experience in the military that really puts you ahead because you've got hands-on experience doing those kind of things. Yep. So, yeah, absolutely. Learn, learn as much as you can. Right. So same thing that I mentioned before, like who, who are they going to hire an 18 year old kid who, or a 20 year, 21 year old person who has no job experience coming out of college or somebody who maybe has gone to college in the military and, you know, gained that job experience. So it's all about the OJT, right? Especially with like high paying jobs, like uh, there's legal, there's like aircraft mechanics, airframes, things like that, cybersecurity, things like that. These companies are looking for somebody who knows something. Maybe he brings some certifications with them, planted as they say, and learning as much as you can about that job. Because, you know, people will pay for that, if, especially if you're planning to do like a four and out um, you know, learn as much as you can, you know, cause, and even take advantage of the skill bridge stuff too, and then learn even more from there. Uh, yeah. cause jobs will adopt you or will bring you on their team if they like what you bring to the table. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a double whammy doing, uh, if you come in the military and you get a, a job occupation that you're actually trying to get into, mm -hmm. uh, and then you take advantage of the three or four or five years while you're in the military to actually complete your degree maybe in that same application and then throwing the skill bridge on there. That's the hat trick. Like you can do the skill bridge and that sets you up really, really well in a matter of four or five years. Um, you can yeah. be set up to continue a career outside of the military or continue a career inside the military and go to mm -hmm. retirement or wherever you want to go to and then sure. go from there. Yeah. And don't shy away from those leadership positions too, in those supervisory positions and whatever field you're looking at. Because a lot of jobs look for that as well. You know, if you can establish leadership in that job, as well as manage the expectations of what, you know, the, whatever the job is, uh, that's a plus. That's another pay raise for you. So, yeah, don't shy away from all that, that leadership stuff as well. That's right. And let's jump into the next one, which is a feeling of belonging. So jumping joining the military back all over again, uh, I would a hundred percent do it just because of that reason, because you build yeah. this com camaraderie with folks. I've talked, talked to a few folks lately about the camaraderie mm -hmm. they miss about the, the overall sense of belonging, the, the companionship that you get in the military that you just don't get outside of the military because we're yeah. going through these hardships and these stressors in life that we're all experiencing at the same time and on mm -hmm. similar levels. You just can't really find that too much outside of the military. And that's definitely a reason to, for, to rejoin today. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. So I, I just, so for folks out there listening, I just retired. Um, I, I took off the uniform in August, you know, had my retirement ceremony and, and everything. And, uh, you know, I thought I was a hundred percent ready to completely do the whole transition. I thought it'd be great, you know? Uh, but there is that feeling of, you know, that, that missing, that missing piece, that camaraderie piece that, that is completely missing and you cannot find it in the civilian world. Um, at least from what I, maybe you can, I, but I have not encountered it yet. Um, you know, I started a civilian job recently and it's not the same, you know, um, there's not that mentorship piece. There's not that connection that you get, you know, the second it's like that, you know, if you work a nine to five, the second it's five, everybody just leaves. There's no like, Hey, there's no conversation. There's no like coming to you for assistance or anything like that. Everybody's on their own or OFP, right? Own freaking program. Um, <laughs> So to, to put it nicely, um, but yeah, man, that, that camaraderie is a big deal and it's that feeling of belonging that I think a lot of folks miss. It's hard to find that as well, but that is one thing that kept me in the military for so long. You know, sometimes things suck. It sucks being out in the field. It sucks doing exercises. It sucks going on hikes, but you know, you, you embrace it because everybody around you is suffering the same, right? Every everybody around you is hurting. So it's kind of like embracing the sucks. So they say, you know, just, it feels it's all, uh, it's a brotherhood, a sisterhood, right? Knowing that everybody around you is doing the same thing and you're all suffering the same way. But at the end of the day, you know, it's part of your mission and it feels good knowing that. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. reason why a lot of veterans continue to stay in like the firefighting, the, the mm -hmm. medical response, the right. police work, things of that nature, because it's mm -hmm. really, even for like, say the oil rigs, people on oil rigs, those kind of yeah. situations and those jobs, they mm -hmm. give you a really close sense of that. Because I think mm -hmm. what it boils down to is you're spending time, not only at work, but you're spending time off duty after yeah. hours with the same folks with the same group right. of people building those relationships over time. That's so, right. you right. know, it's not only just going through the work ups and downs, but you're also going through the, the, the regular ups and downs that you experience outside of work in your everyday life, you know? So, yeah. And, I, and I'd say with that, there's uh there's a lot of veterans organizations out there that can give you that sense of camaraderie, that sense of belonging. If you're, if you're lacking that, right. I know sometimes it can feel alone. You can feel alone. Uh, like there's nobody out there that understands you, uh, but feel free to connect via those, you know, veterans organizations like the beer clubs or, you know, the, the VFWs, things like that, like-minded folks. Cause I think that's one thing that people really want. They just know, don't know exactly where to look or how to find it, you know? So yeah, definitely, uh, utilize those to, to the, to the best of their advantage. Cause I understand <laughs> the need to want to belong again and, uh, you know, but there's, there's ways of doing that. Yeah. And on yeah. that note, we'll slide into the last topic, which is networking. And we talk about this ad nauseum, like we really do, but there's a reason mm. it's, it's super, super important. We That's touched right. on it a little bit in the beginning and we're just going to hit it, hit it home here for the networking, not only uh, rejoining the military to start doing some networking to socialize with people when you're at, mm -hmm. at social events and if you're at the chow hall and if you're outside in the field doing work, but also just in your everyday lives, 
and it carries over into your civilian life as well once you get out of the military. But it's really super, super important for yeah. networking as far as jobs, as far as relationships, uh, people to lean on if you need somebody to talk to and gathering that camaraderie back. A lot of that comes through networking as well. Yeah, I, I will say that uh, recently um, I was I was contacted by a um, a guy that I served with in the Marine Corps when I was a sergeant, um, you know, back in the day. And he, he called me about a job opportunity that came up with his company. Uh, he texted me. You know, I still had the same number from back in the day, and, and he had his. And, um, you know, we had not talked in so long, but uh, he's like, hey, man, I remember you were, you know, good at this or – are you still doing this kind of stuff? Uh, we're looking for somebody like that in my company, man. And I'm like, holy crap, man, where, you know, where'd you come from? You know, <laughs> how long has it been? And, uh, you know, our career paths went different ways. You know, uh, he had retired as a master sergeant and, uh, you know, I went the chief warrant officer route. Uh, but, you know, we, we still kept that connection after so long. You know, I'd see him on Facebook every so often, comment on his stuff, but never really texted. Um, but yeah, it was it was good to keep those relationships, you know, like keep that going because you never know when it's going to work out for you, you know, uh, whether or not that this job is going to work out for me. I don't know, but it was cool to see that he was thinking about me because I was good at that particular thing um, at work. So definitely keep those those networks. Never burn a bridge, you know, keep those networks in your back pocket and uh, don't be afraid to pass on good information to folks that you know who can get the job done too. There's several times where I'm like, hey, look, I know this guy. He's good at what he does. Let's see if we can get him an interview, you know, because a lot of times with these jobs, especially in the job market, what I found after putting in like 20 something resumes is a lot of it is who you know, not about what you know, but it's who you know, because they want to work with personalities. They want to work with somebody who they feel good about working with, you know, and if somebody knows that this person is good, somebody knows this person can get the job done. Well, you know, they're going to go with that person instead of maybe Joe Schmo, who they don't know, except for on a piece of paper. Uh, so yeah, definitely keep those networks going. I cannot speak of that enough because that uh, it'll definitely save you one day. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, there's a couple yeah. of cliche things that come to mind when I think about the network thing. And it's like your network is your net worth or yeah, the, yeah, it is. the the classic, like the five people you spend the most mm -hmm. time with are going to yeah. determine who you actually are. Mm -hmm. uh, networking is super, super important. And it's definitely an, another reason why I would join the military all over again. And just to throw it off a little bit with a curveball, like if you had mm -hmm. to rejoin the military today, what occupation specialty would you choose and why would you choose it? Me personally, I, I would probably, probably go Intel, maybe something related to IT, cybersecurity, something like that. Um, though I, I loved my MOS after doing it for so many years. Um, that is something, just knowing how everything is going now and the need for like cybersecurity or IT or something like that or Intel, um, how much of a need there is, I'd probably like move into that there's no way of knowing that back in the day right unless i right. actually knew somebody in there mm -hmm. um but i'd probably want to migrate into something like that at some point in time um if i had to do it all over again and i i'd pose the same question to you what, what would you do if you had to do it all over again 
Yeah, it's, uh, funny enough, I actually went down the career of IT and cybersecurity, and mm. I mean, it was great. I, I learned a lot of great things. I learned a lot of systems. I learned a lot about what's currently the hot topic right now. And at the end of the day, the one thing I would go back and do if I could change it is go back and just join the military band or join the combat camera, like the, the PAO folks. Uh, because yeah, I enjoyed I this so much. Yeah. The, the one yeah. regret I have <laughs> trying to get into the military band and not being able to take the opportunity for the audition to be able to do that. But that's, that's what I would do currently. Yeah, no, that's, that's good, man. There's, there's so many things too. Like I, I'd probably want to do like, um, the combat artist thing a little bit earlier. I tried mm -hmm. to apply for that before and, uh, I was just towards the end of my time and I just didn't have enough time to put towards it. Um, yeah. I would definitely join in on that if I could do it a little earlier. Um, but yeah, I mean, coulda, woulda, shoulda, but, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I can That's only right. pass that on to the next generation of folks. So, I mean, exactly what we're doing here, right? Hoping that these folks, whoever's listening to this can explore their options a little bit more in depth because there's a plethora of things that you can do in the military. Don't just corner yourself into one thing, explore all your options. Definitely. Yeah. And as always, like do your research because there's so many things that the recruiters won't tell you. So we're, we're yeah. telling you now, like there's stuff out there that you wouldn't even imagine that's occupations oh, yeah. in the military that just blow your mind when you see it. And you're like, what? I didn't even know that was a job. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So yeah, definitely do your research, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll let you all get back to your day. We don't want to waste any of the internet or any of the radio waves, so we'll let you get back to it. But thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening in, and thank you for supporting us out here on Reads Across America and on the various places where you can ingest and take in podcasts. And we love you. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll talk to you later. All right, out here. I don't. I don't know. 